We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. You'll figure it out. Here we go. We're recording. All right. All right. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Y'all. Welcome to a podcast called Hot Drinks. It's, let me explain it to you. You listen to it. You don't watch it. Right. You sit back. You could watch it. You could watch. You could look at the screen on your phone. Or the movie in your mind. (laughs) That's true. They are not nice. They're mostly noise. If you are... Please write to us and tell us if you are watching this on a movie in your mind and you don't know what we look like, what, who do you picture us as? So please write to us and tell us. Or maybe if you do know what we look like, maybe you still picture someone else. They swear like men, they screw like boys. Do you know what I'm singing? I do, but I can't think. I know it. Like the I could sing along with you. in my it, mind. I just don't remember what show it's from. The dream that fills my head. Miss a Saigon? man who will okay. not kill. Yes. I feel embarrassed that I didn't know that. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Been I a saw while. that on Broadway. And it's straight. It's a straight it's story. It's very straight. Very straight. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, cheers. I'm, I'm Brother Jack Coffee, and I'm Latter Day Twaint. You have a. I'm just smelling the candles. It is so great. That's a good one. Blackberry absinthe. Where'd you buy this from? Um, Whole Foods. Oh, bitch. Oh, crap. <laughs> Some of us aren't that rich. And it's whatever. And it, the brand is Illum. Illum is a good brand. I L. Is it? Do you know that? Oh Illume? yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. I know candles, bitch. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm Brother Jack Coffee. This is Sister Latter Day Twaint. Well, right. like men, they screw like boys. I'm just, I'll, I'll introduce the podcast, like explain it, but after each sentence, I want you to sing another line from <laughs> either from that or from another Broadway show. I know there's nothing in their heart. So, this is a podcast about our lives. We, oh. But every time I take one in my arms. We were both Mormons. We were both in mixed orientation marriages. I was the gay man married to a woman. You were the woman married to a gay man. It starts. (laughs) The movie in my mind. We were not married to each other. The dream that fills my head. But then like three years ago, is it three years? We met it. We went, sat down at a coffee shop and we said, let's make a podcast. Because we're white. A man who will not kill, who'll die for me instead. And the name, Hot Drinks, (laughs) is in reference to the word of wisdom. He'll keep us safe all day. My children, who don't know what the word of wisdom is, (laughs) think the name Hot Drinks is the stupidest name for a podcast ever. So no one comes at night. But we don't care. To blow the dream away. I didn't sing I tried the part to join about in, ice but cream. I couldn't get up. I couldn't keep. Do you I couldn't that? get it up. I Did couldn't you? keep up. Is what I was trying Do to say. Do you remember? I missed that verse about the ice cream. I don't remember how that one goes. But I'll look it up. Keep I talking about the podcast. Well, <laughs> so if you guys wonder if we plan out what we're going to say when we start recording, we don't. That was all Movie improv. That was all improv. Um, so mind. welcome to the podcast. We're doing a top five today. We'll get to that in a little bit. But before we jump into the body of the of the PCAST, the body. 
Uh, we always like to do a little women's work, just a little housekeeping, keeping things fresh and clean like the, like the ladies do. Yeah. Um, fresh and clean. So one thing that I wanted to share. Do you ever get that not so fresh feeling? Me? Yeah. No, I don't have a vagina. You just go with it. There's not a hole in my body. There's no holes in my body anywhere. <laughs> and you produce no waste. I produce no waste. <laughs> anyway, so um, I just wanted to come here to say, I hope you're all watching Selling Sunset. It is a reality <clears throat> show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It is about some beautiful ladies yes. in Hollywood mm. who sell houses in like the Hollywood Hills. Is it? It's reality. It's reality. Okay. Right. It's quote Sounds unquote terrible. reality. Sounds terrible. Oh my God. It's <laughs> the literal worst. It is? Oh yeah. I hate like, everyone on it. Like the worst in the way that um, your friend who died of ALS would love it? Oh yeah. He would oh, yeah. love it 100%. <laughs> I've in fact messaged his widow about it many times. Are you serious? Like, oh yeah. And been like, you should watch this because I feel like he would have watched this. <laughs> is she going to watch it? I don't know. Anyway, talk about it. Anyway, I mean, it's just it's just that it's this it's this real estate office called the Oppenheim Group. It's run by two very tiny, bald, muscular men who think they're hot, but they're like five foot three or something. Uh -huh. And then all these glamazon women who are nineteen feet tall. Glamazon. Kind Am of I glamazon. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> glamazon's not glamazon's not a body type. It's more like how you're dressed and how you're carrying then yourself. I'm not. So you could be a glamazon. Like I right now in some seersucker pants and a red a red ringer tee from Old Navy. No, you're not glamazon. Oh my god, I love that you know exactly how to describe what I was Is wearing. Is this t-shirt from Old Navy? <laughs> Let me look. Yes. Yes it is. I don't fuck around. But it's if you coral. put on some six inch heels uh -huh. Like, you know, a fitted uh -huh. pencil skirt, like a bustier and top. And some matte lipstick. Yeah. Then, yeah, you could be a Glamazon. Okay. Anyway. Okay. The main character, Whatever. quote unquote, main <clears throat> character. Yeah. I don't know if there's really a main character, but the, the, the season one starts when a new, a new spunky young mm. real estate agent is mm. coming to the office. Mm. And of course, the other girls are suspicious. <laughs> Her name's Chriselle. Oh, fuck. I literally learned today that she's named that, ladies and gentlemen, because her mom went into labor in the parking lot of a Shell gas station, and a man named Chris called the ambulance. Chris Shell. I hate you, everything. Oh, you will. You will hate Chris Shell so much. She's <laughs> she was married to that guy from. Um, he's an actor, and he was on what's that show that has the hot guy that was on Gilmore Girls and has Mandy Moore, and then it has the fat girl and all the plots about her about how she's fat. I hate that show. This is us. Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, I didn't watch anyway. It. Anyway, she's married to one of the guys from that. Who's an actor on that? Anyway. And then there's another agent named Mary. And Mary's a little older, like maybe in her early 40s. But she's dating a 25-year-old French supermodel named Romaine. And he's the most boring person living. But he's the hottest man living. And then there's a real mean bitchy agent named Christine. Who had a birthday party where there was a zebra. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> It is the best and the worst show. Oh. And I've watched two seasons and then done a whole bunch of research and found out all the things that were are lies. Because it's all lies, you guys, if you're watching it. None of it is real. It's all fake. So it's like... It's like w, The Hills. It's like WWE. Yeah. But or like, with real estate. Yeah, or like The Hills or like Laguna Beach. <sighs> like those kind of reality shows where like it's all very, Wait, very are you scripted. watching this because of your self-hatred? So oh. It's just like <laughs> each... Here's the thing. Each season, there's three seasons. Each season is 
eight 30-minute episodes. So it's like not a big commitment, you know? But you get in bed at the end of the night, you have a drink in your hand, you watch Christine get in a big fight with Mary about about something that Davina said to Chrishell about what Romaine said about the wedding ring. And you just watch that. <coughs> you just watch that. And it's beautiful. Easy. Easy. Anyway, it's on Netflix. Easy, it's great. Breezy. Selling Sunset. That's my women's work. We've like toasted so oh, many yeah. times. My women's work is to sing the verse about ice cream. Okay. <coughs> from Movie in My Mind. Ready? The movie plays and plays. The screen before me fills. He takes me to New York. He gives me dollar bills. Our children play all day. And eat too much ice cream. And life is like a dream. I'm a little rusty. I saw Miss Saigon on Broadway. So did I. In 1994, 94, or 95. Um, It was a big to-do, everybody, because they had a helicopter land on stage and then take off again. I mean, obviously, it wasn't a real helicopter, but it looked like a real helicopter. They did some good... When they evacuated from Saigon. Okay. Finish your story. That's all. I'm sorry, but... Yeah. That, from start... To finish is a perfect show. Miss Saigon? Yes. Okay. I'm intrigued. It, I didn't even like it when I saw it. When I, even when I saw it, I was kind of like, eh, that was okay. Well, because of it, because it was pretty straight. straight. But I also love, well, that show's pretty gay. I was going to say I love Damn Yankees, but it's a straight love story, but it's pretty gay. <laughs> There's like a devil seductress. There were men in showers. Anyway. There, right. I mean, the way, okay. The way... Well, now that I'm thinking about it, all the shows that I saw that I loved were really gay. And all the shows <laughs> I mean, that I saw... And I've never made this connection before. All the shows that I was sort of like, eh, take it or leave it, were straight. Super like straight. Miss Saigon. The music drives the emotion. Mm-hmm. It drives the momentum of the show. Um, the dynamics of all the characters are perfectly balanced. Excuse me. Um... Excuse me. I'm drinking rosé. It's bubbly. It's not bubbly. It's totally just, flat. Just oh, it's so bubbly, down. you guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and the way we go from their romantic night of falling in love and lovemaking to... The evacuation of Saigon? Oh, no. Remember, it was like, all of a sudden, they're not together. I honestly don't remember it super I know. well. It's just, it's just I remember perfect, things because I think it's of the music. Perfect okay, writing. great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revisit it. Writing. Okay, okay bye. The heat is on in Saigon. Anyway. The heat is on. That was a Glenn Fry song. From the <laughs> it's 80s. like that is not from Miss Saigon. Um, do you have anything to add to, that, to your women's work other than singing Miss Saigon? I'm sure there are people out there who are wondering about my trip to New Orleans. I right. got home yesterday. Right. Um, all I want to say is this I'm very happy. Great. And. That's all I'm going to say. Great. I literally just got a text message from my friend Ryan that said, Davina's a bitch. Davina <laughs> is a character from, from Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. So that's funny. I know. Um, I thought you were going to say, I literally just got a text from my friend. What's his name? Your friend who texted you? Ryan. Ryan. That was like, how was Twain's weekend in New Orleans? <laughs> no, he doesn't know about you. <laughs> oh. He doesn't know or care about you. Well, fuck you and fuck Ryan. Yeah, sorry, Ryan. I mean, I'm not going to fuck you. Um... 
Me or Ryan? Either. He's gay. Both of you are. He has a piercing in his penis, I think. Oh! <laughs> anyway, that's, that's another nice story thing. for another day. Um, <laughs> that's all. So that's all. You're not going to get into details. We're, I'm not because um, this is the beginning of a journey. <clears throat> I, I will cut you. No, I know. I'm <laughs> sorry to laugh. Because you thought I was being funny. No, I really, I no, it. I really didn't think you were being funny. I just laughed because he voted for Trump. He voted for Trump. I love and support you <laughs> so much, but we do know in 2016 he voted for Trump. Really? We don't know who he's voting for in 2020. Right. I literally can't believe you haven't asked that question yet. But whatever. I don't fine. want to know. I know, but it's the end of democracy. Like if Trump wins, it's the end of democracy. Like literally, I think that's true. I'm moving to Canada if Trump wins. Brother Coffee. I'm going to be 45. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to be, I am 43. And I. You look great. Thank you. Brother Tian come on my face. Uh Uh-huh. Downloaded this app. Oh my God. Where he can. can't handle it. He can put anyone's face onto like, and I know you guys have seen it onto like Iron Man. I know. You sounded like such an old lady when you said that. Because it's not that Brother Tian come can do it. It's just an app. (laughs) You're like, oh, brother Tiancom does this thing where he, I don't know how he does it, but he takes my face and he puts it onto the ladies from Mamma Mia. But yeah, it's that app where you can put your face on, on celebrities. And he put yours on Iron Man. And on Aquaman. Yeah, he sent them to me and and I was was so uncomfortable. God damn. (laughs) That's really funny because, thank you. He put my face on, on Iron Man and sent it to me and I was like... I was like, I would like to put myself in a guillotine and just chop my head off so that I can end this pain. And then on his own Instagram, he posted a photo of, or he posted a video of, of himself as Iron Man. And I was, and I messaged him and I was like, fuck, you're so much hotter as Iron Man than I am. And he said, you were very hot as Iron Man. You are very And it was hot. one of those things where I had to like, and now I'm undoing it because I'm talking about it on the podcast. But you know, like <clears> that thing where someone gives you a compliment and you really... All you want to do is like tear that compliment apart, but you're just like, thank you. I know, I know. I, I did know. that. I just yeah, sent thank yeah, you. And yeah. then I like turned my phone off and walked away because <laughs> otherwise I would have been like, I mean, I know you're just saying that to make me feel good. Anyway, I'm a, I'm a fugly troll and blah, blah, blah. If we were in New York right now on the subway, I would push you into the <laughs> to tracks. But the other thing is, one day, Brother T and Come on My Face sent us a video of him as Jude Law. Yeah. And that was just unfair. That was. I already want Brother T and come. That to fuck was me. cruel. It was cruel because I already want him to fuck me. I want yeah. Jude Law to fuck me. So that was just unfair. I know. Like, I don't need to see them combined. He should have at least sent a text that said, "Are you sitting? Please be prepared. What kind of headspace yeah. are you in? Are you prepared to receive something that will make you feel bad? Because neither of these people are going to fuck didn't. you, and I'm merging them together. He I, didn't. He just sent it. He didn't. So anyway, we've got a top Does five he know for you today. Twenty twenty. I know. Okay, we have it's a, t- a it's a difficult <laughs> year, brother Tiancom. You um, need to warn us when Jude Law is going to reject us. Tiancom is how you're supposed to say it. Tiancom. I know. Okay, so <laughs> our top five today. It's a little cerebral. Yes. So if you've already had a lot to drink, you might not follow this. But the top five is going to be the top five answers I would give to a top five if I was the other person. So the topic is just the top five answers. Like, so what I will be saying are the top five answers that Sister Twain would give to a top five. Yes. But we have not defined what the top five is. Right. And Sister Twain will be giving the top five answers that I would give to a top five 
to an undefined top five. Just sort of a an answer that sounds very much in the spirit of so, each other. Basically, I did a brother coffee centric top five with right. no topic. Right. Same. Yeah. And you did a. Yeah. My name is. Yeah. Sister Twaint. Yes. <laughs> with no topic. Topic. So top five things. Top five responses the other person <clears throat> would give to a top five is our top five. Right. With no topic. So let's take a break. Oh my god. You guys, are you okay? Does everyone feel comfortable? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to the gentle listeners. I haven't stopped it yet. Oh, the gentle listeners. Oh, no. Are you ready? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Okay, So as a reminder, you guys might have forgotten in that two-second interlude (laughs) between... It's been like 10 minutes for us. We refilled the wine. Maybe even 12. We got some treats. Yeah. Some um, treats. But but for you guys, it's been two seconds. But the, the... the top five is the top five things the other person would answer to a top five that doesn't have a topic. Right. What's your number one go? My first. Are you going to like, are you going to act like <clears throat> me? Are you going to deliver it in the way that I would deliver it? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. That didn't come to my mind. Were, okay. you, were you just wanting to brace for that? No. Yeah. Kind of. Cause I mean, I feel like, I feel like I am going to kind of act like you. Oh, I hope you do. <laughs> Okay, we'll okay. see where this goes. We'll see where this goes. All right, so my first, number one for my brother coffee-centric top, top five. Top five answer. Dolly Parton and AOC have a baby <laughs> and name it Matthew Chrissy Teigen Bomer. <gasps> I like that. Wait, Matthew Bomer? <laughs> yeah. Where'd that come from? I do not. He's just hot and he gay. He is really hot. hot oh, he gay. is gay. And he's hot. Yeah. Can I say something about Chrissy Teigen? Yeah. Because, first of all, great work. Do, Do you need to expand on it at all? This is the problem with this, because if we just read the answers, this podcast will be like four minutes long. Right, I know. But I think that's probably how it'll go. Like, you'll say the thing and I'll And then expand we'll expand on, on it. it. Okay. And then I'll see the... And okay. Like, yeah. So, yes, I love Dolly Parton. Y'all know that. Oh, my God. Dolly. I already have her album, her Christmas album pre-ordered, A Very Dolly Christmas. <laughs> I have decided that as soon as the pandemic is over, I'm going to Dollywood. <gasps> Can I come? Yes, let's go. Are you taking your kids? No. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I don't okay. know. Can we get cotton candy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you all know I love AOC. <laughs> and here's what I love about Chrissy Teigen. Did you? Do I talk about Chrissy Teigen? We talked about... Uh, okay. So maybe a year ago or less, you talked about some meat with potatoes oh, and yeah. gravy. Yeah. 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 That's her uh, beef stew on... Cream cheese mashed potatoes. It's real good. Uh-oh. Anyway, I'm obsessed with Chrissy Teigen. Is everything okay? Yeah, you got keep an text. Okay. No, I didn't. So I have her cookbooks. <clears throat> They're great. I made her banana bread recipe this weekend. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought you some. God damn it. Because oh. I have like an entire loaf of, like it's in a bun pan. So it's a huge banana bread and I'm just slowly eating the whole thing myself. Right, of course. Um, And I follow her on Instagram and I think she's so lovely and I love her husband, John. Obviously he's like, Incredibly oh, sexy, yeah. John Legend. Oh, yeah. Here's what I love about her. So her oldest daughter is named Luna. She has two kids, Luna and Miles. Oh my gosh, I sound like such a crazy person. <laughs> but whenever you see Luna, because I mean, obviously Chrissy Teigen and John Legend have like a pretty good amount of money. You know what I mean? They live in a big, beautiful house in the Hollywood Hills. They, you know, like <clears throat> she runs this now cooking empire. Duh. He's this, you know, this multi-platinum artist. So they're like, they're doing fine, right? right? Whenever you see... They're on her Insta stories, videos or pictures of her kids. Her daughter Luna is wearing those like shitty polyester Disney princess nightgowns okay. that every five-year-old girl right. wants to wear. Right. And I love it so much. <laughs> because I just think like it would be so easy as a big Hollywood celebrity with a lot of money to buy yeah. like 
oh, this beautiful like, Egyptian cotton nightgown or, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. But like her daughter just like, just wants to wear clothes that like regular little girls wear. And I think yeah. it's great. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Her cookbooks are great. Yeah. And she has a great knife. Yeah. Anyway, do you have anything else to say about Chrissy Teigen? <laughs> Uh, no, I just think that, um, I think that like, if it, did you ever see that movie <clears throat> with Robin Williams? Patch Adams. No, he dies. It's more serious, but it's called oh, What Lies Beneath. No, that's not a Robin Williams movie. Yeah. What Lies Beneath is with Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, where oh, she's no, no, like no, drowns cool. or something. <laughs> It's called, I know what you're talking about. Okay. He like goes to heaven yeah. and it's all colorful. Yes. It's not called What Lies Beneath. It's called <laughs> These Dreams That May Come. Wait, now look Wait. up What Lies Beneath and make sure that no, it really no, is a Michelle right. Pfeiffer joint. It's called The, um, the uh, I, I'm getting It's called there. The Music in My Mind. <laughs> okay, scrolling, scrolling. Was it the 90s? Oh my god, are you just scrolling through his whole filmography? Just Google Robin Williams. What dreams may come? What I was gonna Google Heaven movie. Okay. <laughs> I think that if you had your like version of that Heaven. You would just like put your favorite celebrities together and see what kind of babies would come out of them. Oh, I would do that. I would like that. What lies beneath <laughs> is Harrison Ford Michelle. Is Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie, <clears throat> right? So is it good. a good movie? So good and so spooky. Okay, it has so a good. It only has a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes, so maybe it's not as good as we remember it. But I remember thinking it was really good, too. I mean, look. When was it made? Like, 2000? Oh, no. 98? Oh, yeah, 2000. Good job. I oh, thought it was way earlier than thank that. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, the movies in 2000 weren't the best. I just made that up. I will say, <laughs> 86% of Google users liked this movie. Oh. So maybe it's just the critics. I thought What Lies Beneath was kind of stupid. I mean, no. What Dreams May Come. <laughs> Shit! Anyway, They're like, what's your number one? Not even the same name. Okay. So here's my number one. I hate you already. I got to pull up my notes. Okay. So I'm a little girl in Arkansas, in Baton Rouge, or as the French say, Baton Rouge, which means red stick. My aunt, we called her Giga. So my aunt Giga had a beautiful red wagon. And this red wagon, this is not pertinent to the story, but this red wagon had been produced by in the same factory in Baton Rouge since 1942. But that doesn't have anything to do with the story. Anyway, so my Giga, my aunt, um, had this wagon and we would spend summers with her in Baton Rouge. And we would take this wagon and we would go all over town and we would talk to strangers. That's just how we were. It was me and Sister Volva. We would talk to strangers. We would go all over town and we would drink iced tea, which our mother didn't know about, but she was offended about. I want you to know I really wrote like two words on this and this is all improv. So Sister Volva and I would go all up and down the streets of Baton Rouge. And in Baton Rouge, if you've been there, in the center of the old town, there's a big hill right in the center. And we would drag that wagon up the hill and we would stop along the way and we would talk to strangers. And we would find, sometimes we found little ripped up pieces of porn underneath trees. And we, we would, we, when, we got to the t- when we got to the top of the hill, Sister Volva dared me 
to ride the wagon down the hill. And that kind of became our game that summer. We would dare each other to ride the wagon down the hill. And you would have to really hold on tight to that handle, which would also tighten your Kegels. And that's why my vagina is so tight today. Tighter than my butthole. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. So we cut off really quickly. <laughs> it, what did you think of that answer? Oh my god, I I I don't want to try to praise you with words <laughs> because you. I don't have the words. But that was. But I would like to praise you in song. That was, <laughs> they are not nice. They're mostly noise. They did you, swear like men. They screw like. Did men. you have an aunt that you called Giga? Um. <clears throat> first of all, <laughs> my grandmother was Mama. I know. My great grandmother was Gigi. Oh, okay. See, I, didn't, I don't remember. You that didn't one. even, yeah. And you are not actually from Arkansas, or you've never lived in Arkansas. I've never lived in Arkansas. But I chose that on purpose because I swear every time you tell one of those stories, you're like, when I was a little girl in Eastern Texas. I know and it's I'm like, Eastern Texas. There's East Texas, there's Tennessee, there's. It's like, it's a new, Louisiana, it's a new town every time. And I'm like, I, I didn't know you lived there. Y'all. So I just went with Baton Rouge. Yeah. Uh, you said it the French way every time. <laughs> Anyway, uh, someone just like ran in front of my house and like, that was scary. Um, we had to open the front door because I was laughing so hard that I, I'm like going through menopause now, but (laughs) (laughs) like all your eggs just shot out. You were laughing so hard. It was just like (laughs) all the last several eggs. They're just gone. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. So I just want to add. Yes. That that big hill you're talking about. In Baton Rouge? Yes. Is actually on LSU campus. And they say that it is an old Native American burial mound. Great, great. So. <laughs> it probably is. So fuck you. Okay, number two. Great, go ahead. Let's get me out of this skirt. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole line? Yeah. That's one of my answers. But I'm gonna expound. God, I don't I have no idea what that means. I know. Well <clears throat> when I was a no, I'm just kidding. Okay. A few years ago John Hamm was on Saturday Night Live, and yes. we all know who John Hamm yes. is. Yes. My ex husband Gary, who lives in Hollywood, says that he drags around town. With a big floppy dick. Yep. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with it. Doesn't have anything to do with this story, <laughs> as we've established. But we like to talk about running around a big floppy dick, just do. like That's Justin Thoreau. That's true. That movie, show, that show. Leftovers. So good. Yeah, it's great. John Hamm was on Saturday Night Live. Okay. <clears throat> and one, is the, one of the sketches, he was Don Draper. Okay. And he has all these, like, of the these... Uh, the women on the on the Saturday Night Live the, of the Saturday Night Live cast were like all around him and all dressed like in the right. the late fifties, early sixties. Right. <clears throat> and he says something not even remotely sexual. Uh huh. He just says it as Don Draper. Right. Like go get the copy paper right. for me or something. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And Amy Poehler goes, "Well, let's get me out of this skirt." <laughs> And that's just... I see where you're going. I see where you're going. (laughs) Go get me the copy paper. Well, let's get me out of this skirt. (laughs) Now I want to go watch the sketch. So, so you are just the embodiment of like the 1950s, 1960s woman in a skirt (laughs) who has her 
3 p.m. cocktail. Right, right. And then her, the husband's coming home at 5 right, cocktail. Right, <clears throat> And chain smokes. Right. Oh, God, yes. Um, I don't actually smoke, you guys. But, like, um, in the musical... This is already even more like me. Now we're into a musical. <laughs> um, how to succeed in business without really trying. Right. Not my favorite, but it's. <clears throat> um, I always think of the Megan Mullally and Matthew Broderick version. Right. Megan Mullally sings <clears throat> about how she's dreaming already about being married to Matthew Broderick's character. What was in uh, Pure Pont? J. Pure Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to live in New Rochelle. And she imagines, like, wearing the apron. And he comes home. And when he comes home, she's like, I'm pregnant. What's new with you from downtown? I like that this episode's very Broadway-themed. And so I just see that as you. Like, Thank you. hi, honey, I'm pregnant. Oh, my God, you guys. Hi, honey, I, like, I had my pap smear this morning. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> if a man wants to try to get me pregnant, let's go. <laughs> Second of all, cocktails and chain lo- smoking. No, like skirts. Would I? Is there? Is there something in the world that I would be better at than being a kept woman? No. No. Like I would have a gorgeous home. No. I would make immaculate meals. Right. My husband would come home. There would be a, a cold cocktail waiting for him. Exactly. There would be beautiful dinners. I'd have some baked goods <laughs> that I made earlier that day. Oh yeah. Then he would try to impregnate me. It would be amazing. <laughs> So these are my goals, really. Exactly. And if you ever, like, messed up, like, if one of the hand towels in the bathroom was kind of, like, right. uneven. I would punch and, myself in and the he, face. No, he, you would feel like you were in trouble, but you would like that. Oh, yeah. 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 So I think And then maybe... after he's in bed, I like, <clears throat> bash my head against the mirror in the bathroom. Oh, my God! No, the other thing, the other reason I think that this is something that I would say, let's get me out of the skirt, uh-huh. is I can talk a big game. But I cannot deliver. Exactly. <laughs> I'm real good. Real good. I'm a good writer. Exactly. So if I need to like talk a big game, sexually we're saying, yeah. I'm amazing. And we're going to get to that in another one. Oh, good. If someone actually <laughs> wants me to like meet them and have sex, yeah. hell no. No, no, no. Oh, fuck no, no. No, I'm too terrified. Oh, no. Terrified I hate myself. No. Bury me alive is yes. what you would say. Please do. You would go from let's get me out of this skirt to and then bury me alive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like, you don't even take a breath. Anyway, That's what's, amazing. What's your number two? Well, I need you to hold the phone oh, for shit. this one. <clears throat> it's actually written with this with this in it. Don't expect one person to be everything you need. <laughs> Look, I wrote it with class. Yes. <laughs> you in, went the extra mile. I wrote as I wrote you it out in my notes app. There are push along, push along. Anyway. <laughs> I just think one of your. <laughs> I was fine when I was you didn't in New cough Orleans. in New Orleans at all. Not it's the humidity. Once. Um, I just think one of your. I don't want to say common refrains because that makes it sound dismissive. Because I don't, but I don't think it should be something it's that's okay. dismissed. But one of your one of your themes, one of your <laughs> great messages to the world yes. is: don't expect one person to be everything for don't you. Don't fucking expect. Don't it. fucking expect. And it. if you do, fuck you. <laughs> I forgot that part <laughs> where I'm like, oh, they seem happily married. And you're like, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> that every night when they go to bed, they fucking cut themselves and bleed because they fucking hate each other so much. <laughs> That's the conversations we have about married couples that we know. Okay. 
I did text you recently and I said, there's no way that so-and-so and so-and-so is happy, right? And you're like, oh my God, they look so happy to me. And I'm like, oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> That's what makes us a great duo, I think. <laughs> I just think like we just see things differently, right? Like yeah. I, I, I think deep down inside at heart, I'm a romantic. Like I believe that most... I, w- I don't even want to say most, but I believe that there are <clears throat> couples that are happily married. Mm. You don't believe that. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I don't. Even couples that have, like, open relationships, you don't think they're happy? Oh, no, that's different. Oh, okay. If you're talking about the ones that, like, live within the traditional confines of marriage, fuck now. But don't you think some people are happier that way? I'm just asking, because, again, we've established, I don't know what I think about I think all this. I think that... In very rare cases, there are two people that are together that are, like, in their DNA monogamous. Right. And do not need any sexual experience from an outside party. Right. And I think it's rare. Right. Okay. You think that's basically, like, <clears throat> Anna from Frozen and Kristoff. Those are the only people that are like that. Fuck you. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I tried to think of a couple, and I, I thought of a cartoon couple. <laughs> I'm sorry. And also, for sure, Kristoff's by. <laughs> side note. Yeah. Like, super-duper side note. Uh-huh. I went to this restaurant. Restaurant? Restaurant. I went to this restaurant in New Orleans called uh-huh. The Court of Two Sisters. Oh, I like it. The Bloody Court of Two Sisters. No, it's probably more like The Court of Two Sisters. And um, I don't know the history behind it, but, like... Um, I went there on Saturday morning and Sunday morning, and both times there were some broke ass girls dressed up as Anna and Flana. What is it? Elsa. (laughs) Singing their little whatever it is they sing together in a room that I was not eating in. And I don't know if it was like a special room you had to sit in to get the broke ass Elsa and Anna singing. But listen, like, they were doing the whole, like, hand thing as they were singing, like, the hands. Which song were they singing? I don't know. I think it was Let It Go. But Anna doesn't sing Let It I Go. I know, but, Only I, Elsa does. but I think these broke-ass girls made it happen. Well, that's, a, that's inappropriate. <laughs> if they want to sing together... Actually, do they sing any songs together? Exactly. I don't think they do. Let's go back to your number two real quick. My yeah. final thought on it. Who is it that teaches that to us? Joseph Smith? <laughs> no, who is it? But it, I mean, but no. Joseph Smith did believe okay. that. But who teaches? Because he couldn't get all that from Emma. Uh-uh. He was like, I need some of this from 14 year olds. And other men's wives. Yeah. So jo- he did believe that. <laughs> right. To be fair, right. you and Joseph Smith do agree on that fact. We do. Great. If he was sitting here next to me, like in between the two of us. Right. Oh, I just went to like straddling him in my mind. I did too. Oh, my- Make out with Joseph Smith. Anyway, where where are we going? What I was going. This was, episode's already off who the rails. Teaches us that today. Her name. Gordon B. Hinckley. Is. Brene Brown. I don't know. You always call her Edith Pilaf. Edith but, Pilaf. But it is Esther Perel. Esther Perel. <laughs> anyway. I don't ever listen to Esther Perel because I feel like she just talks about straight people. Well. Fuck that bitch. I know. And She's like canceled. and also she talks about relationships and that just makes me sad. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> you and I have a mutual friend who posts a lot of stuff, relationship stuff like this 
on uh, like I do on Instagram. His name is uh, let's say his name is uh, Fret. Oh, okay. <laughs> was super sneaky um are you gonna make it through this episode and we uh why you you seem fine <laughs> and he said one day like i post all this relationship stuff not because i'm in a relationship because obviously i'm single but because i want to have a lot of like uh he didn't say it like this but to paraphrase like i want to have a lot of this knowledge in my toolkit when that does happen. So, Did you know he has a TikTok now? Is it doing well? Well, no, but it's oh. fun to watch. Is it? Because he's pretty. He is pretty. He's real cute. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a break. Bye. And then we're going to talk about our number three thing that the other person Oh my God, we're only on number three. I know, it's been all night. Oh my God. I drove all night. Hmm. We're back, you guys. <laughs> I feel like we started recording this six days ago. I know. Why? I don't know. It's like 1030 at night. It's, it's not even late. so weird. And I've not, I'm not even drunk. I've had two glasses of wine, which is nothing for me. Like, that's what I drink out of a sippy cup. You didn't have anything before this? Uh, I did, but like not, like way earlier in the in evening. In the day. So, yeah. Oh, and, so and, and also like since 10 a.m. until 5 p.m. I've been drinking. But anyway. You guys, our country's a fucking joke. Let's not talk about that. Okay. My number three. <laughs> Is. Unless that's your number three. No. Because that could be it, your number I three. I mean, it could. Uh, my number three. They are not as elaborate as yours, by the way. But my number three is fuck that straight noise. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do hate that straight noise. And so <clears throat> my question for you, in the straight media love stories, um, yes. the, stri- the, the media's straight love stories, yes. is it because you don't feel representation or yes. you just can't connect with it? I just don't care anymore. Right. I you just, don't think it's hot even? No. Okay. I just like, I've seen. You don't want to see that, that red love. head on Outlander fucking that pussy. I don't. Yeah, no. I don't. You want to see, you want to see guys falling in love with guys. Yes. Or women falling in love with women. Right. Or whoever falling in love with whoever. Exactly. But not a cis man and a cis woman. No. God. Okay. Because, Fuck that straight noise. Because. <laughs> Because it just falls flat for you. I just think, like, I've seen that fucking story 25,000 right. times. Right, and it's, and it's so limiting, right? Because I'm just so bored of it. Yeah, and, and because there are so many genders and sexualities. Right. right, right? And so to limit it to that, to put it in that box, I, I get it. It's like... I just, like, I don't... I'm trying, to think of the la- I'm trying to think of the last time I saw, like, a heterosexual love story that I enjoyed. I don't know. I, don't <laughs> I did see. Did you watch the movie? I think it's called Palm Springs no. with Adam Sandberg. No, but I heard about it. It's on Hulu and it's kind of a Groundhog Day type story yeah. where he's like trapped in a time loop and then this girl gets trapped in a time loop with him. Yeah. And that's kind of a love story. And like I was fine with that because it was like a different kind of story. It's part of it is a conscious decision because I just think like all we ever see are straight love stories. And so <clears throat> I want to promote and support non-straight love stories yeah and part of it is yeah i just like i don't care i don't care about the trials of getting together when you're some straight people in love oh my god like Uh, he you went back to your hometown to run your father's like christmas tree farm and he's an angry pumpkin farmer uh and it's on lifetime like i don't fucking care right i don't care or you went to uh 
colleges that have a rivalry with each oh, other. God. Oh, God. No. Nothing I could care about less than college rivalries. <laughs> there's a pretty big, I mean, I'm sure most people listening to this know this, that there's a pretty big college rivalry where we live between oh, yeah. BYU and Utah. Yeah. And I went to BYU and my ex-wife, Tisha, went to Utah. <coughs> oh, and when we were married, people would often be like, oh, how does that work out? You guys are a rival. Oh, my and we would God. both just be like, we don't fucking care. That, oh, my God. We wouldn't say fuck because we were Mormon. Right. But We'd still. We'd be like, we don't freaking care. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's the dumbest thing. I can't. I can't. So anyway. I have a question for you. Yes. What was the first homosexual love story you saw in the media? Like you. in a movie? Like you yourself. Like. It was a TV show. So or it was a, movie. a it was a it was a website called Men on the Web. Just kidding. Oh my god, <laughs> Men Just on kidding. the Web. There is that. There is <clears throat> that as a website. Um, was it called uh, not called Mountain, but, but Brokeback Back Mountain. Mountain? Maybe. Pro- I mean, probably like that was probably the most. That was like, a gay mainstream. guy on Melrose Place. Did they have a love a kissing scene? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, the first time I saw someone kiss on TV was on Dawson's Creek. Thank you very much, oh, Greg Berlanti. Wait, right. did Greg Berlanti do Dawson's Creek? I no, Kevin Williamson have did. Any anyway, fucking clue. I really think that that kiss on Dawson's Creek was one of the first kisses on network television, like a romantic kiss between Jack and someone else. I don't remember who the boy was, but anyway. Okay. But I do remember watching that, and I do remember. So, if you haven't watched Dawson's Creek, have you? I have not. <laughs> you, I have not. If you haven't watched Dawson's Creek. Jack was like the hot jock. He was like the football player. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, With three Kerr, names. Well, no, no, that's James Vanderbeek. Oh, he was Dawson. He was like the nerdy film. Oh, student. there was someone named Dawson. Yes, that's oh. why it's called Dawson's <laughs> Creek. So Jack, so James Vanderbeek played Dawson. He was in a love triangle with a girl named Joey and a boy named Pacey, who was played by Joshua Jackson, who can still get it, can still get it, Joshua Jackson. Anyway, then there was another guy named Kerr Williams who played a character named Jack. And Jack was kind of the cool football player. And then there was an episode in like season two or three where he came out as gay. And it was this big dramatic thing because his dad had asked him who's gay and he'd said no. And then later they were in a fight and he was like, ask me again. And his dad was like, what? Ask me again if I'm gay. And then he came out. And like, I was obsessed with that scene. I wanted to talk to everyone about it. I wanted to read articles about it. But like, but of course I didn't talk to anyone about it. Which actor was it? Kerr Smith. Are you looking at the Dawson's Creek IMDb? Yeah. Oh, you've gone too far. We're not, we don't need Oliver. We don't care about him. Um, where are you, Kerr Smith? Um, Kerr? K-E-R. Just look up Kerr Smith. And that's the actor's name? Yes. Kerr. Yeah, he's hot. Not Ken Marino. No. Not, no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but that's the first that's the first gay love story I remember seeing on the screen. And were you closeted at the time? Oh, 100%. It was in like 1996 and or something. And what did it do to you? I was, like I said, I was just obsessed with it. Like I wanted to talk to everyone about it. But no one cared about a gay love story on on Dawson's Creek. Who didn't care? Who did you try to talk to? Well, just like, I mean, well, I didn't really try to talk to anybody because there that would have been is. too dangerous. Yeah. Right, right. But like I wanted to. <laughs> right. It was in my like I just like I watched that episode multiple times and I was obsessed with it and and then I think the second gay love story I saw on TV 
was Willow and Tara on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yes. Now, I watched that. I love those lesbians. I watched that happen, and I was upset about it because I was a Mormon. I was a mother in Zion. Oh, and so you were mad about the lesbian witches? I was. I thought about writing a letter to, you know, the WB. <laughs> I love that you were watching a show about a girl who's <laughs> prophesied to kill demons and <laughs> vampires, and and her best friend Willow's a witch. Guys. But the part that put you over the edge is that Willow had a girlfriend. Guys. You were like... You were like, dear WB, dear, I, don't, I am a mother in Zion. I can't. I can't with who I was. I cannot. But this is why I have sex with married men. I get it. Anyway, so here's my number three. Okay. I'm dressed in a long flowing gown. <laughs> why did you take a sip of wine right when I, I started know, talking? I don't know. I was thirsty. I'm in an abandoned Wendy's. <laughs> Someone comes in. Oh, my God. It's Robert Pattinson. <laughs> He sees me. I gasp. He pins me up against the wall. He throws me up against the wall. But then he whispers in my ear. I don't. I, that's all I wrote. I don't know what he whispers. Oh, damn it, Robert! You're in the Wendy's, though. Maybe he whispers something about chicken nuggets. I don't know. Okay. He's got some work coming out right now. He's the Batman. Yes. He's going to be in some like weird movie like where he's like a priest that like does bad things. A preacher in a small like western or something. Isn't he town. in Tenet? And Tenet. Is that a show? It's a movie. <clears throat> okay. That That's like, it's one of, it's like the movie that is opening in theaters right now. Right. Oh. I don't care. In theaters? Yeah. Theaters are reopening. Is the Tenet, one in Sugar House? I don't know. The one on 33rd is. I drove Shut by it. Shut yeah. up. And it's just Tenet and, um, like, the New Mutants. I'm not going to a fucking theater. No! Anyway, someone posted... <laughs> so, Robert Pattinson to the VMAs yesterday wore his, like, tuxedo, and he has, like, pierced ears right now. And everyone was like, oh, my God, he looks so hot. And someone posted on Twitter and said, drive down to your local gas station and tell me this is not the man checking people out at the, at the cash register. And they're not wrong. Oh, shit. They're not wrong. Let like, me- his buzzed head... His beard, his like two diamond earrings. Robert Pattinson, VMAs. This we're recording a podcast, and you're telling Siri to look things up. Yes, for you that's you don't want to part of it. So anyway, <sighs> come on, where is it? But that's an answer you would give, right? To a hypothetical top five, you're in a Wendy's. Robert Pattinson pins you to a wall, like angrily oh, yeah. but gently. Oh, angrily. Firmly, firmly, but gently. gently, he slams you into the wall. But then he's passion. soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he whispers. And then yeah. he says, "Do you want spicy or regular Do nuggets?" You- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you're in abandoned Wendy's. It just seemed funny in the moment. That really had nothing to do with anything. Flowing gown. Ne- but I mean, right? I that- I'll tell you why I was in a long flowing gown. Okay. Okay. Because the apocalypse started when I was at a party with my blase husband. And then the aliens fell on the building and he was killed. And am, I, am I supposed to get this reference? No, I'm making it up. Okay. Out Let's of, just take a break. Oh, okay. I feel like you've maybe had a little, a few substances I was really to impair going your somewhere. ability to tell a story. Oh, you didn't think I was doing good? Let's take a break. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you hear it won't flashes? stop. It won't stop. It's still recording. It's still recording. I know. Siri thinks I'm talking to her. Oh my god, like I can't. Un- okay, we're back. Numero 4. 
So these are the top five. You guys know. You, it's they, not. It's, it, not, it's not a radio show. No one's just, just tuning, tuning in. in. If you happen to this start is this, Rick D's. If you happen to start this podcast thirty minutes into it, forty minutes into it, okay, your number four thing that I would say. You guys, I love dick so much. <laughs> now let me let Twain expound. I do. I <laughs> at least once a week I get a text from Brother Coffee that says, "You guys, I love dick so much." I sent one literally today. I know. And yet he would prefer to be murdered in cold blood and right. a suit made of his skin right. than for you to touch him lovingly and passionately right. on his dick or vice versa. That's true. That's true. And tell us about that. What happened oh, to you? I've, <laughs> I've tried to get this. This is No, gonna. I mean. Nothing happened. It's a complicated, I mean, it's a complicated tale. Well, we let's forget that. Okay. Tell me. When you think about dicks, what is the first thing you think of? Ready? Go. Dang it! Oh, my God. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know. Oh. I will just say. You're not gonna, oh, you're red as a beet. Am I really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do really love dicks. Yeah. I think about them a lot. But I also am, like, incredibly terrified of intimacy. I know. And I have negative associations with sex. Do you have... Are you okay with masturbation? Oh, God, yeah. And you're okay with your own dick? Oh, God, yeah. So you need to, like, start from there. I Not- know, but, like, but that's a that's a big <clears throat> jump. You know what I mean? From mine to someone else's. Can you show someone else yours? I did once at Brother T and come on my face's house. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, you I wasn't there. there. You weren't there. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like, for me, it's 100% about intimacy. Like, I can, I can like, send dirty texts. Right. I can send okay. photos. It's, it's not, then. like, like if I'm removed by, like, a computer screen, like, that is, I have no qualms about that. So. And then, and then with very, with a select number of people, for whatever reason, and this is what I've never been able to quite understand, there are people who I've very quickly felt <clears throat> comfortable enough with to be intimate with. But I can, but, but like being able to feel that way about someone new is like almost impossible. Did you watch the Netflix show that came on like towards the beginning of quarantine? Um, the Tiger King? No, with the cute, (laughs) oh my God. It was a series, like maybe five or six episodes. The cute redheaded girl from it, um, called I didn't ask for this or fuck this or. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was called. The one where she was like a superhero? Yeah, she had these weird superpowers that yeah. she didn't know. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but, in, but anyway, look it up. The, the cute red-headed, girl, red-headed girl from It. Okay. Um, not- it's a great show, but they're not renewing it for the second season. Oh, Isn't that annoying? No, I know. it was I know. so good. Here's the thing. And someone, I, someone posted this, and I think this is true. Net, it does not serve Netflix at all to give shows additional seasons. Like, they get more press from, like, this new exciting show great. than for, like, an additional season of a show that people are already watching. They also love Trump. Oh, Netflix does? I'm just, I'm, <laughs> it's my way of saying, fuck those guys. Yeah. Okay. Remember... In the, I'm going to give a little spoiler here. Okay. So if you haven't seen the show and you were hoping to see if it. If you haven't seen the show with the redheaded girl that we don't know the name of. <laughs> okay. At the dance in the last episode. Right. So she, she kisses her friend in the episode or two before that. Right. And it's like actually like really sweet and really intimate. Yes. And... The friend, not the redheaded girl, sits up and goes, um, what? What's going on? Or whatever. 
<clears throat> you guys, we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. It's so, so we're hard talking to about to the show. This... I'm not okay with this. Guys, it's so hard to make this podcast. It really is. Just kidding. We love Anchor. Um, I'm not okay with this. The cute redhead from It. <clears throat> so she's at the party, <clears throat> or she kisses. Anyway, I don't remember what you're she's saying. She's at the party and she kisses her best friend. Right. And. Um, the best friend kind of freaks out. The redhead is like freaks out just to make it not awkward. Like, oh yeah, that was weird or whatever. And then like the very last episode, they're at prom or whatever. And they're best friends. So they dance together, right? Uh-huh. Like I did slow dances with my best friend all right. the time as a joke. Right. Um, And the best friend of the main girl, the cute redhead, says... By the way, like, that kiss, I actually really liked it. So let's say that you have a great friendship with a dude. Yeah. And you have an intimate moment like that where he's like, actually, like, I think I might be in love with you. What do you do? I would honestly be fine with that. That would not freak me out. What? Yeah. That wouldn't freak me out. Then what does? Well, see, in this hypothetical scenario that you've described, I already have a relationship with that person where I'm already, like, vulnerable with them. Like, they're a friend of mine. Okay. Like, if a friend of mine, like, put the moves on me, I would 100% go along with it. Okay. But if it's a, if it's a stranger... Stranger. Okay. And I think what's difficult... I mean, this is all, like, pre-COVID times, but what's <laughs> difficult is in the gay community, like... By and large, sex is very, like, sex is, like, what you do before the first date. Like, uh-huh. it's very transactional. Yes. You know, it's just not, and not for everybody, obviously, and, like, you know, I'm painting with a broad brush. But, like, for most people, it's just very casual. It's no big deal. Like, that's how, like, people meet new people is, like, having sex. Like, I know many, many people who are in long-term relationships who the first time they met was, like, a hookup from, like, Grinder or whatever. Right. But, like, <laughs> but that's what terrifies me. And I think it's, like... I think a lot of it is about, like, I think I grew up with this fear that I didn't fit in because I was gay. And so I think now that fear of not fitting in has translated into this fear of, like, not being the right kind of gay or not being gay enough or not being, you know, whatever. Right. Like, not, anyway. Fuck, so, it's yeah, complicated, It's dude. real complicated. Dude. Here's what's fun about me. What? Is that everything's real complicated. <laughs> I swear I've said this before, but the last time I was in therapy, I, like, gave some 45-minute answer to my therapist, and he goes, wow. Oh, no. That was a lot. Jesus Christ. Well, and he didn't mean it in, like, a demeaning way. Like, I don't think he was saying it to make me feel bad, but I think he was just saying, like, he was trying to point out to me, like, do you realize, like, when I asked you one simple question, you gave me, like, a 45-minute explanation of, like, all of the emotions that you're going through and all the crazy things in your brain. Yeah. So, anyway. Do you have a number four for me? I do. (laughs) I do. So, um, here's my number four. Okay. Do you guys know the Instagram account? Or it's a Twitter account. It's called Doth the Goth. You guys heard of that? And then, have you guys heard? So, okay. So, Doth the Goth. It's this guy. He's super hot. He's so hot. He is really hot. Um, But he he just tweets about, like, death and, like, mayhem. And then, do you guys... Have you guys heard of, like, cottagecore? <laughs> like, it's kind of like this thing where you, like, you want to live in the woods and you want to listen to Folklore by Taylor Swift. 
<laughs> and maybe you're in like a chunky sweat. I don't even know what co- I still don't know what cottage core is, so I don't know. I'm trying to pretend that I can describe it. And then anyway, anyway, in French, there's this word, and it oh, means my. half a cup, and it's demi tasse. Anyway, that's it. That's number four. Oh my god! I so what is it? That's it. Those it's, are the. It's, it's Doth the Goth. It's cottage core. Jeez, it's a lot. Have you guys oh. ever heard of Doth the Goth? <laughs> I still don't know what cottage core is. Okay. I still, anytime someone says something core, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so, so that's where I'm at with that. It's great. I'm going to pee in my pants. Listen, listen, listen. The, all, all I want the gentle listeners to understand is that they need to look up Doth the Goth <laughs> on Twitter. I'm sure they have. And Instagram. Don't. Fuck around here. I'm sure they have, though. Well, like, we've mentioned him several times. I love him. He is very funny. I want him to puncture me with a knife. I <laughs> I had to stop following him because <gasps> I... Because I can't... I just can't... I cannot... I have to stop throwing myself at straight guys. <laughs> like, not that not that anything could ever become of something with me it's and Doth the Goth. Energetic. Yeah, like, it was oh, just damn. like... It was just like, I can't follow and, like... Because he's very attractive in real life, even yeah. though he mostly doesn't post pictures of himself. He, he mostly posts right. funny, of you death. know, spooky memes and death and whatever. But like, I just was like, I can't like be in love with another straight guy. It's like all I do because it's safe. Then, anyway. uh, so what I don't about follow Casey him anymore. Fry? Are you not following him anymore? Well, here's the thing. What? Nobody knows if he's gay or straight. He's never said Good it. Good point. Good I think point. he might be a little bit gay. Good point. Did that one cartoonist ever come out? Oh yeah, he's gay. <gasps> really? Oh yeah, he's been out for a long time. Oh, the one that had the haunted baby living yeah, in his yeah. apartment. Was he gay before that? Yeah, yeah, he's always been gay. I didn't know he was out because when I talked to you about it, you were like, "The gay community hates him because he won't really say he's gay." Oh, I don't remember that, okay. but yeah, I think he's gay. Anyway. I'm pretty sure he's gay. Should we go on? That was great. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just jump on to number five. My number five is, you guys. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> when I post baked goods on Instagram, it's a cry for help. <gasps> it is. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> from time to time. Right. Probably more often than we realize, you enjoy preparing baked goods. I haven't done it for a long time. Oh, okay. And I think that's part of why my mental health is okay. in such disarray. And then, um, when you post on Instagram some yes. beautiful baked good. Yes. It has been a while. Yeah, but actually. I I mean I posted some like like 2 days ago. 2 days ago. But before that it's been before months. Before that, yeah. But like it's like you guys, I am of value. I look at the value in the form of the baked good. Right. Again, I'd be a great kept woman. Yes. And it's like not it's not just a cry for help, but it's a cry to yourself. <laughs> Probably. It's a post for you. It's a post for Brother Coffee to go back and look at the next day to assert okay. your value. Okay. Aponst yourself. Here's another thing I do on Instagram. What? I post pictures that I think are cute. Yeah. And then you delete your account. No. <laughs> no. I'll take a picture. I'll think, oh, I look cute in this. I'll yeah. post it. Uh-huh. And then I'll get like 65 comments. <laughs> None of them will be from men and or gay men. <laughs> and they will all be from my target audience. Yes. Middle-aged ladies. Middle-aged, middle-aged ladies love me, you guys. Well, they do. But mm. I don't love them. Just kidding. I just know. kidding. I love them. You do love them as I a just, trauma response. As, I don't want to have sex with them. <laughs> but I don't want to have sex with anyone. Dude. 
I think I'm done. Okay, so here's my number five. Okay. Do you guys know the song oh Feels Like Heaven by Fiction Factory? What the fuck? It goes, I'm just, it, the lyrics go, Heaven is closer now today. The sound is in my ears. I can't believe the things you say. They echo what I fear. Twisting the bones until they snap. I scream, but no one knows. You say I'm familiar, cold to touch, and then you turn to go. You guys know that one? Do you guys know that song? Anyway, that's the fifth answer that you would give. Did you write that song? No, I Googled. I Googled a song and wrote down the lyrics. I don't know any songs. You just made up a melody? I mean, I listened to it before I came here, but I don't remember the melody. So, yeah, I kind of made that up. Look it up. It's a good song. Okay. Look it up. It's called, it's okay. Called Hold on, let me go back. It's called Parentheses Feels Like Parentheses Heaven. Wait. And it's by a band called Fiction Factory. Uh, oh, that's real? Yes, it's a real song. <laughs> but it's a good song. So, Feels Like Heaven. Fiction. Oh, or you can do that too. Fiction Factory. There they are. They just popped up. Okay. And then there, it's their, number, their most popular song. Feels Like Heaven. Doesn't this sound like a good 80s song? Hmm. And this is from the 80s? Yeah, I don't know. What year is it from? Does it say? Let me see. I've, guess what? I've never heard this song. But keep listening. It's a really good song. I mean, that's not the point that I'm trying to make. Oh, my God. They echo oh. what I fear. Okay, and you got it? How in the world did you pick a song from the 80s that I have never heard? Because I'm fucking good at my job. Oh my god. What? I mean, that was impressive, right? That was amazing. Yeah. So anyway. Fiction Factory. I was like, he's... Do you, have you heard of Fiction Factory? No. Um, I'm trying to figure out when that song came out. 1984. Okay. You know, actually what I did is I googled um, obscure 80s hits. And then that one came up. Oh, you piece of shit. And then I Googled, I had to Google the lyrics separately because they weren't in Apple Music. They hadn't uploaded them yet because it's so obscure. But like, for real, that's a good 80s song, don't you think? I mean, it was good. But and when you get to the chorus and it's all about feels like heaven, it's like... Oh, wait, maybe I know this song. Hang on, hang on. Okay, we're going to get to the chorus. Okay. You guys, this is against copyright law, so I'm going to keep talking so that they can't track us down. Just... Don't try to. The name of the album is Throw the Warped Wheel Out. Yeah. Here it goes. Like heaven. Yeah, you know the song, totally right? Know this yeah. Song. Yeah. Oh my God. Feels like heaven. Anyway, that's the kind of answer you'd give. It, when I hear that, refrain. Feels like heaven. I want to be pounded. By Robert Pattinson. You guys, this has been a journey. <laughs> Some choices were made tonight. I have a feeling Robert Pattinson's dick probably isn't very big, guys. Oh, I think you're wrong. <gasps> I mean, I don't know that for a fact, but deep in my heart, I feel it's true. Sir, anyone out there has ever seen it? I'm in a, I mean, just Google it. If he's been nude somewhere, it's, it's on the oh, internet. Oh, I'm doing it right now. Do okay, let's outro. just wrap up the episode. Okay, wrap so this has been Hot Drinks. Feels like heaven. So, Love that song. Sister Twain is very functional right now. Um... <laughs> If you want to, so we just posted all of our, uh, all of our August patron content. 
So if you are a patron, you get extra bonus content. So you can go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. Um, Sister Twain posted a lovely, what would you call it? It wasn't an essay. It was almost like a poem. It was a short story. That you wrote that was, was really beautiful. Thank you. I posted a, my ministering visit was about my <clears throat> patriarchal blessing. Wait, uh-huh. was that this month or last month? I don't remember. Dude. Anyway, we we have a whole a special uh, guide to leaving Mormonism that's about um, coffee and tea. Yes. And how we feel about that. And me. Um, that and rhymes. then and then we did two demi toss and I don't remember what they were about. Do oh you? no, no. Oh, anyway. I think I did talk about politics and the guy that I'm probably falling <gasps> oh, in you love did. with. One of them was about that. Yeah. And one of them was about oh, one of them was about me starting to heal and then rejecting healing. Cool. So anyway, yeah. so if you need more of us talking in your ear holes. <laughs> Just go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. You can also follow us on Instagram, which is also hot drinks. You can follow us on Twitter. That's hot drinks. We yeah. never do anything with Twitter. So you it's can, not even logged on. Yeah. On my phone just anymore. like messages on there. Instead. Yeah. Um, or you can email us at hot drinks for the belly at gmail.com. Do it. So anyway, why is that phone ringing? I don't know. Probably. Is that your phone? No. Anyway. Anyway, have a nice Wait, night. Real, I think come? it's my kid. Okay. Well, that's the end of the show. Goodbye. Bye. y'all.